the Holy Spirit so mysterious, yet at the same time so present throughout Scripture. While we call God our Father and the Son of God, Jesus walked on the earth. The Holy Spirit is not as easy to capture in our minds. We see the Holy Spirit coming down like a dove at Jesus' baptism, yet the Holy Spirit is not a dove. We see at Pentecost that a strong rushing wind came into the room, yet the Holy Spirit is not wind. The Holy Spirit came into the disciples and rested on their heads as tongues of fire, yet we know that the Holy Spirit is not fire. These images of the Holy Spirit can teach us a lot about the Holy Spirit's character, this mysterious person of the Trinity. Our hearts yearn for God. And as Christ told us this last week at the Ascension, he must depart so that the paraclete, the Holy Spirit, may arrive. The same God yearns to be with us. And so Christ departed so that God could come and be with us in a new and special way through the Holy Spirit. And if our hearts yearn to know the Father, if our hearts yearn to love and be loved by the sons, our hearts must also yearn for the Holy Spirit. Yet so often we find ourselves speaking so little about the Holy Spirit, keeping him hostage to baptisms, confirmations, and Pentecost. I think that this might be because coming to know the Holy Spirit can be difficult. Speaking about the Holy Spirit can be difficult. And so we avoid speaking about the Spirit altogether. We must not be afraid. It is the Holy Spirit that teaches us how to pray as we ought. It is the Holy Spirit who is a crucial part of all of the church's sacraments. It is the Holy Spirit who gives life not only to each one of us, but to the entire church, the universal church. Without the Holy Spirit, our prayers would become misguided, wishful thinking. But with the Spirit, we find that we are brought into the intimacy of the Trinity. That perpetual exchange of love between the Father, Son, and Spirit, we are brought into the deep love by the Holy Spirit. So that when we pray, we are truly brought into dialogue with our God in heaven. Our prayer is inspired by the Holy Spirit as the Holy Spirit intercedes for us so that we know how we should pray, we should know how we ought to pray, and we should know the disposition that our prayer should take, that it is most helpful for each one of us. Without the Holy Spirit, our prayer becomes not about discerning God's will and how to participate in it, but without the Holy Spirit, our prayer becomes selfish, focused only on what we desire. We need to allow the Holy Spirit to become the foundation of our prayer. And it's not just our own personal prayer that the Holy Spirit directs, but the church's universal prayer as well, especially as found in the sacraments. At our baptism, the Holy Spirit is poured out into each one of us. We are given new life in the Spirit. We become temples of the Holy Spirit, temples of God himself. Our bodies become sanctified as we are brought into a new and deeper relationship with God. 
It is just through baptism that the door is opened wide to all the other sacraments that the church has to offer. Each one infused by the workings of the Spirit. Yes, the Holy Spirit gives life to each one of us, but we also need to see that the life is needed in the universal church as well. The church came to life at Pentecost. This is the church's birthday. But it isn't as if God brought into being the body of Christ and abandoned it. No, the Holy Spirit constantly cares for and guides the church in all that she does. We see this in the work of the saints, the conversion of sinful hearts. All of this is the Holy Spirit working through the earthen vessels of the church's members. And each age calls for new saints. Each age calls for a renewed life in the Spirit so that the work of the church may be effective in the world. We need to pray for that renewal. We need to pray for a new Pentecost, not only in our own diocese, but in the entire world. It is only through constant renewal, constant conversion of heart, that we will see the change that is needed in the world. If we can allow the Holy Spirit room to work within our hearts so that we can see our own shortcomings and brokenness, we will begin to fulfill Christ's mandate to go out into the whole world and to make disciples of all all nations. The conversion in the Spirit that we have isn't meant to stay within the confines of our hearts, but it is meant to be a catalyst for conversion in the world. It all starts at our own openness to the Holy Spirit. Yes, our baptisms and our confirmations, we are called to be open and we receive the Holy Spirit, a special outpouring of the Holy Spirit. But we cannot be afraid to open ourselves to the Spirit each and every day. We don't always know what it will look like when the Spirit works through us. The disciples surely didn't know that they would be going out speaking in new languages, speaking in tongues to the multitudes after they received the Holy Spirit. We don't know what it will look like when the Holy Spirit works through us. But we do know that if we boldly ask the Spirit to work in us, we will not be disappointed. Let us be bold. Let us ask the Spirit to come down upon us right now. Let us be unafraid in asking that we be docile to the Spirit, wherever that may lead. Let us be unafraid to embrace the mystery of the Spirit.